0: What is up you guys? Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast.
1: Hi friends, my name is Sophie and I'm the other co-host of this podcast. Welcome back to the podcast if it's your first time. Welcome in general. Um, We have been going through a few different mini-series and today we're starting another mini-series but it's three weeks so I guess we can consider it a full-blown series. Um, We're going to talk about Common lies um, that we've kind of heard, and we're just gonna kind of combat them with um, the truth of God's word, and we're just gonna discuss our takes on them. Um, we're gonna go through three, and this week we're going to talk about the common lie, um, asking the question, "Why does God want me to suffer?" or "Why does God allow suffering?" Like all, all of that, all of the deep dive. We're going straight to the deep end here buckle up and brace yourselves because, uh, this is deep. This is hard and we are trying our best, um, but we are human and we don't have all the answers. We are relying on the Lord.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm also using a little helpful tool called the internet and whatever I see, I'm obviously running through my own questions, running through my own morals and beliefs. And if I concur, I'll give a site and I'll let y'all know about like what I'm thinking doing all the things. So that said, I want to encourage you guys like don't just take our words and be like this is the truth. They're correct because they have a podcast because that is not entirely true. Like like so if we just said we're humans and we're doing our best and we're 18 years old and not to say that we can't be correct, but because we can. Like and we can rely on the Lord and the Holy Spirit, but our prayers that any words that are not from the Lord and don't align with his will falls on deaf ears. So some of these words, you're like, no, I don't agree. That's okay. You don't have to agree. We're not saying that we are like the ultimate truth. The only ultimate truth is the Bible, which is how we're building our answers based off of. So suffering, it's tough. It's hard. People always ask, why do good things? Oh, wait, why do bad things happen to good people? Or why do good things happen to bad people? That kind of thing. This is like an age old question. And honestly, I think it's a like big holdup for people who choose not to be christian or of any faith for that matter they're like well bad things happen yeah bad things happen that's just truth like you're right bad things do happen all the time to good people to bad people to mediocre people like it doesn't matter if you're just like right in the middle bad things are still going to happen to you i think that that is true because we know that suffering is a consequence of sin right the first truth about suffering is a recognition that it's an alien to god's plan of life that comes from grand canyon university i didn't just make that up Um, but in the Christian worldview, like it's important to believe that like suffering is a consequence of sin. Romans 5, 12 says, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin and, and in this way, death came to all people because all sin, essentially, it's just saying that like due to sin, the consequence is death. The consequence is pain and hurt and suffering. Um, we live in a broken world. Like I think everybody knows that in this day and age, we live in a broken world and it's so tough. Like some suffering is due to our sinful and wrong choices and others is it's just because our world is broken. Like I'm not saying that if a bad thing happens to you, it's because you deserve it because you sin. Some things, bad things just happen to us. And that's awful. Like that's so frustrating But all of that said, like, know that you're not alone. You're not the only one that's suffering with depression or the consequences of your actions and that kind of thing. Like, we live in this world that's broken, but there's also a healer who died a death that we didn't have so that we didn't have to, that we should have died. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, My apologetics teacher in junior year, we went through C.S. Lewis and C.S. Lewis has a lot to say about. Pain and suffering. So I encourage you to look into his works um, because he has some really good things to say about pain and suffering. But my apologetics teacher was teaching us about pain and suffering. And he said to us, and I'll always remember this, he said, You can know, uh, you can have all the answers about why pain and suffering happens in the world. But the minute it happens to you, all of the logic doesn't seem to be enough to answer these questions. And I have never agreed more. And that like almost, I almost like started crying in class that day um, because it was so uh, meaningful to me because this was something that ironically during that time, um, I was really struggling with myself um, asking the question, why does God allow this to happen to me? Um, it, like Addie was saying is a question that is so hard to battle with. And is something that for me caused a lot of anger towards God. Like I many nights would say like, God, why did you let this happen? Why am I feeling all this pain? Like what, what, what is this? But um, the first step ultimately is to understand that it is the result of a fallen world. It is the result of sin. We know that the garden of Eden back in Genesis one and two, everything was perfect. We lived in union with God. And when that was broken, when that Um, perfect unity no longer existed Um, things changed and part of what came into the world is sin and I think a lot of the times when I say that like oh sin came in the world I just think about the action of sin but I forget that the consequences of sin also entered the world which includes pain and suffering this verse has um honestly been very, very encouraging to me when talking about pain and suffering. It's Romans 5, 3-5. It says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So, we see from this verse that suffering through everything that the author um, laid out, ultimately produces hope. That's what we learned through this. And this can feel kind of confusing. Like, what do you mean suffering produces hope? That doesn't add up in my mind. And no, it doesn't add up in my mind either if you take out God from that equation. I have um, understood this in my own life and I've come to understand this. Um, Trust me, this didn't just pop up the in the midst of suffering but this was something that I realized after the fact that there was a time in my family's life that was very very difficult for all of us Um, and I would consider it a suffering or a pain Um, but ultimately that pain produced hope in my life and I can say in all of my family's life not because of the outcome of the event but because of what the event pointed me to see um the outcome of the event was that, um, my dad was okay, but that's not what brought me hope. What brought me hope is that through that circumstance, the love of God was revealed to me. And I understood what it meant when, um, when the Bible said like Jesus brings salvation to us, he creates a clean heart in us. So through that suffering, um, I understood that my hope is not found in this world. My hope is eternal. So, that's one example that my own life of how no, we don't have the answer to suffering. No, I don't truly know why things happen every day. And yes, it's probably something that I will never know. And that's okay. Um, and it's okay to question that. It's okay to battle with that question. But um, ultimately, be reminded that our hope is not in things of this world, our hope is in God above. And so, um, we deal with these questions in a different way. We have hope when we ask these questions. We don't ask these questions, um, and feel discouraged when there's no answer because, um, our hope is not in the answer that we find in these questions. Our hope is in the fact that Jesus has overcome the world. Yeah, that is good
0: word. I think a lot of times when we are dealing with suffering or some kind of pain or just the way of sin, we are brought to almost a rock bottom, right? It teaches us a new reliance on the Lord. And like, ultimately it points us to the cross and the hope that is found in the cross and the gift that it is and the worship that is deserved because of the cross. I think another part about suffering is that it's ultimately like a tool for us. We can be able to become more like Christ because of it. Nothing is so broken that it's unusable by God, right? He allowed for that brokenness and he can redeem it because He is perfect and he is good and he is graceful. God uses suffering and like for a tool for sanctification. Sanctification is just a fancy word for becoming more like Christ. Suffering causes, um, Grand Canyon university says suffering causes our focus to turn inward, to face those parts of ourselves that we might otherwise ignore. God can use suffering then to develop us into better people, the people who can love and enjoy him forever. A verse that kind of proves this that I love is James 1 2 through 4, and it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its works so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That is so good. Like, that is such good news that because of suffering, yes, it's hard and it's tough but it allows us to become mature and complete because it teaches us reliance on the Lord and teaches us like how to be refined into a better image of God. The last thing that I kind of want to talk about is suffering as a test of faith. This is, I think, what is most common. If you ask a group, like a group of people or a room full of people, why they think suffering will happen, they'll say to test my faith. And yes, it's true, but I want to focus on the other two first suffering as a consequence of sin. That means it is given, it is going to happen. Don't be surprised. Don't be caught off guard, caught, caught off guard by suffering. And then also that it can be a tool for you tool for you. Wow. English is like really difficult right now. Um, But yes, it is also a test of faith. Um, Grand Canyon again says they just like word everything so much better than I would. It's like they're scholars. Finally, suffering is the crucible by which we find our center and demonstrate the truth of our faith to the world. In times of intense pain or turmoil, we cling to what we have placed our hope in. In this way, suffering reveals whether our faith is childish hope, or in factual reality. Whenever we face suffering, you're going to be brought to rock bottom. You're like this, it's revealing of character. Honestly, that's what it is for me. It's revealing of character. My word for the year was cling because a lot of times I grasp the Lord. Like I grasp the Lord at the last minute when I know things are crashing down, I'm like, Oh Lord, come back, come back. I'm trying to grab it. It's like, if a rope is being pulled up, away from my grasp and I'm like in a deep hole, I'm grasping for it. I'm like, Oh, please. Whereas if the whole time I was clinging to the Lord and clinging to what is true when I'm hit with suffering, it's like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. And now it's my time to prove that my hope is in the Lord who is righteous, who is just, who is not deceiving in any way, because the world, like when suffering comes is so deceiving. Satan can use that to be like, see, the Lord doesn't care about you. The Lord wouldn't let this happen if He was truly good and merciful. Like that, you can see that all throughout the Bible people are like, God, if you were so good, why are you letting thousands of people die? People ask us that. And God, if you were so good, why are people dying from cancer and from wars and that kind of thing? And it's hard. Like that is so hard when people ask you that question. Because like part of me is just like, you're right. Like you're so right. It's because that wasn't the Lord's design. That wasn't the Lord's plan. He didn't want these people. They didn't have to die, but we chose to walk away from him and break that bond that we had of Christ, that connection, that relationship. And this is just all of the aftermath. This is all of our fault, all of our fault, all of it, every single part of it. Like the Lord did not want these people to suffer, to die. The first time that blood was shed was when the Lord was covering Adam and Eve after they divided their relationship. They were hiding from him because they knew that they were naked. If he said, let me help you, let me provide grace, right? It was, um, kind of honestly, like an illustration of what the gospel was. He killed an animal to make shelter, to make clothing for his people, despite the sin. Then later on, we know that he did the same thing with his son. Suffering is a given because of what we did in Genesis three. And that's hard. And We're not Adam and Eve. So it's easy to be like, well, if I was Adam or if I was Eve, I wouldn't have sinned. Okay, cool. You weren't, though. You weren't. And that's just the truth. And that's so hard. And I'm sorry that you have to suffer through the consequences of their actions, but it's also the consequences of ours. You know, it's like every day I choose not to pursue Christ. Every day I fall short. And that is given. Every day we know that we are going to fall short of the glory of God. And it is not by our own actions that we have faith. We can have faith and trust and cling to the Lord because of his son's death. Like it's tough that suffering happens and that's tough when people are like, well, I don't believe in the Lord because my dad died from cancer and that's hard and that's true. Like that is so hard and fair, honestly fair. But I think if we take a step back to realize like this is not the Lord's intention and plan for us and that's hard. It's like just a consequence. Like that is something that we can hold on to is that he sent his son to deal with the consequence of our own actions.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that something that I have found a lot of um, comfort in is a lot of the times people say, which is a true statement, When what I'm about to say, but they say, Jesus knows what you're facing because he's gone through all the human emotions and human experiences. Um, and that is a true statement. But I think a lot, sometimes I forget that Jesus... Understand suffering because he himself went through suffering on our behalf. So, um, when you're experiencing pain or suffering, um, whatever it looks like, understand that Jesus understands what you're going through um, because he suffered for us. Uh, th- this, um, so, C.S. Lewis, um, I talked about him earlier. He has this quote that he says. Um, it kind of goes to talk about, it adds on to what Addie was talking about. It says, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscious consciences, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. So um, whenever I first heard this, I was like, excuse me, why I don't really... Um, I don't really like that. I don't really understand what that means. Um, but it kind of goes back to what Addie was talking about that, um, in our pain, um, oftentimes it can bring us closer, um, to the Lord. Um, like what Addie was saying, the Lord shouldn't be our last resort, but it should be the first thing that we cling to in hard times. And, uh, I think that ultimately the Lord, like what we're saying, pain and suffering comes from a broken world, but the Lord uses it for our good and for his glory. And if we, it's easy to say that like the Lord uses things for um, our good and his glory. Um, It's easy to say that when we're talking about um, like good things or just kind of normal things or maybe like semi-difficult things. Um, But we're talking about even the really Really bad things, even the really hard things, um, and maybe we don't understand that now. And I think that's something that, uh, honestly, isn't the most encouraging sometimes. But I kind of said it earlier. Like some of the times, we just have to accept that maybe we don't understand it right now. Um, and I know that that's not the most comforting. But knowing that the God we serve does know the answer to the questions that we're facing. Um, Comforts me in the fact that uh, if it's if I don't understand or if we never understand why this pain or suffering happens, it's okay, I guess you could say, because the Lord understands and knows why that's happening. And I know that um, that might be kind of frustrating and that was frustrating to me for a long time. um, But I would encourage you guys that if you're feeling um, frustrated or angry at God because of the pain and suffering that, um, he wants to hear from you. He doesn't need you to clean up or to figure out pain and suffering before you come to him, but to come to him first, because, um, ultimately he, he doesn't run away from our questions. He runs towards us in our questions. So, um, yeah, that's all I have.
0: Yeah. I think that about wraps up this episode. Um, I think our encouragement to you based off of what Sophie just said is to surrender because ultimately the Lord leans in. Like he doesn't want you to draw away when you have questions, when you have doubts, when you have fears, like the Lord is pursuing you every minute of every day through your fears, through your anxieties, through the hard questions. And that's tough, but lean in, ask a pastor, ask your friend, ask your mentor, what their thoughts are on this topic. Look it up in commentaries in the scripture form your own opinion. Ask us questions, DM us on Instagram, email us, whatever. We'll tell you all that information in just a second, but first I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for this opportunity to sit down and discuss the hard questions. God, I pray that all of these listeners and Sophie and I, that we are able to fight that common lie that you want us to suffer and you want us to be in pain, God, because it's just not true. That doesn't align with your character. That doesn't align with your word. And I thank you for the blessing of being able to see that in and through scripture. God, you are good. And we confess that this is a consequence and we praise you for the ways that you have overcome this consequence and that we can rebuild our relationship with you. And it's in your son's name, I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We hope you guys have a great week. We're praying for you guys. If you guys need specific prayer requests, you can email us at our at gmail.com. The email will be in the show notes, along with our Instagram. If you want to DM us about anything, you can DM us. Our Instagram is also at our surrendered. You can also um, just follow us if you want. Um, to be cool all the cool kids follow it i follow it so basically it's really cool over there and also if you want to read the blog we have a little written summary of what we talk about here so go check out the blog um and send it to your friends maybe they're not podcast people send them the blog maybe they're blog people we have that for them too and lastly if you want to leave a rating and review down below we would love that we'd love to hear from you guys um i personally find it very fun to click on the five stars so click on the stars they're a lot of fun and we love you guys we hope you have a great week thank you guys so much for listening and let's strive to live in hordes surrender this week